I didn't know you could sing until like, <laughs> I don't think I knew you could sing until high school, man. It was the talent show. Wait, 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 stop, stop, bruh. are you serious? So I think it was, was it ninth grade or 10th grade? <clears throat> um, me and Danae Judd had did a, a duet <laughs> and we did R.L. and Deborah Cox. Wild times, bro, wild times. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> Oh, we, we can't go any further. <laughs> uh, yes, sir. We're here, man. Grab your wife. Episode in. I don't know what episode this is going to be. But it's a good one. What it is, is the first time I'm recording with a friend who I've known for over 20 years. Right? Long right? time. Long Put, time. Putting stuff in context, right? Yeah. yeah. So, um, this is Grab Your Why. Welcome to Grab Your Why. I'm Brian, your host. Uh, my guest for this episode, um, good friend of mine who I've known for 20 plus years, um, Quentin Boykins. Um, yes, sir. Glad to be here. Yeah, man. Yeah. This has been, it feels like it's been a long time coming. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like full circle moment, full circle moment for sure. We're at, so we're at, gotta set the scene, right? <laughs> we're at Quentin's house. We're at his home. <laughs> we in the burbs. My man got a, my man got a, he got a crib in the burbs. Hey man, you gotta get to the birds. You start having them kids. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Got a couple, got a got a young one. Mm-hmm. One month coming up on a month. Yeah, yo, he just turned one month last week. Yeah, just turned one month though. Yeah, so yeah. fresh, um, fresh, fresh, fresh baby. Yeah, yeah, a fresh baby. So, yeah, we're up. We're in the man cave. We're we're in Quentin's man cave. My dude got a man cave. You get a man cave, <laughs> you you you're doing something. You're doing something right. Hey man. Part of the reason, also, I'm realizing we're looking here because this is where the screen is. The camera's up here. Doesn't matter. We're here. We're going to look where we're going to look. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited because you, you're one of the, um, one of my oldest friends who I continue to, like, engage with yeah. and have a level of friendship with and, um, and, and who I feel like we've had some similar um had a similar path in many ways definitely like our own people right like yeah we've done our own things for sure. for sure but some similarities not just in terms of like you know did you know black men did pretty well in school went to college graduated yep. all that right yeah yep. but also in terms of like a pursuit of uh healing mm. a pursuit of mm. um self-discovery and and Digging into like who we really are and and getting getting to to the root of like who we are and yeah. trying to be, um, you know, solid people. And so, um, I'm excited to go there. But I gotta, <laughs> but I gotta go. We gotta go back. I gotta take a step back. And I'm, I'm pulling up my notes. I, I gotta pull up some stuff. No, yeah. So, I'm I'm talking to Quinn. 
And I was telling him, so Quentin, Quentin can sing, right? <laughs> Quentin, uh, apparently, Man. Quentin can sing his ass off. Man, right? Man chill out, bro. Right? Uh, so here's the, and we've never had this conversation. That's kind of why I'm tripping, because I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. when yeah. did I figure out you can sing? <laughs> man, that's wild. That's wild. And man. I'm thinking, yeah. I, I don't know what... <laughs> Tips. What, let me ask you this. Now I feel like I'm on the R&B money platform. Right? <laughs> R&B money. Right. Lie. <laughs> right. Right. Now I feel like I'm about to dig. When yeah, did you know you could sing, brother? Like, I don't want to, I don't want to do it. But you mentioned the talent show. And when I'm telling you, I don't know. You dropped Man. a name I don't remember. Man. When? Man. What happened? Yeah. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so the talent show, I believe it was freshman year or might have been sophomore year. One of the two. And uh, there was this young lady. She was like, hey, you know, you trying to sing with me in this talent show? I was like, I don't know. I don't know, you know. But uh, but she 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 taught me into it, man. We got out there, did our thing. And, you know, it was cool. It was cool. Did the uh, Deborah Cox and RL, we can't be friends, John. <laughs> man, this is wild. You're bringing back memories now. <laughs> I forgot all about that, honestly. What, but, what uh, made you say it? Like, I don't know, man. It's uh, so so. I've always known that I could sing. So so my okay. dad's like a minister in the church, and uh, anytime that he would go out to have to preach and stuff, he would you know preach his kid. Hey, look, Q gonna sing. He ain't got no choice. Yep. Uh, so it was always that type of thing. But I, um, it wasn't until I had probably gotten a little older where I really started understanding. Okay, yeah. I, might be able to carry a little tune here and there, you mm-hmm. know. But uh, but yeah, man. So we, me and her, I remember, was kind of going back and forth for a little bit, and I was like, all right, all right, I, I, I'll do it, I'll do it. Um, so yeah, man, that that was that, and uh, <laughs> I'm still living to tell about it. It's wild, cause honestly, bro, I I forgot all about that experience. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. But, I I definitely forgot about it. <laughs> I don't remember it. I, I, I don't remember it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So I, I think the the one time I remember hearing you sing, you know who it was? Who was it? You and Jordan. Jordan ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all that's my were guy. singing it, and I what I think it was. So <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because all right, go ahead. I'm, I'm gonna let you tell it. Go ahead. I, where I think it was, I, so I was in Kappa League mm, yep. in high school when I went to. Yep. Right, but all right, here, we went to East Millbrook. We're gonna get into East Millbrook. That's like the first whole half of this thing. Yeah. And I went to Millbrook my freshman year. After mm-hmm. that, I transferred to Wakefield because we moved. Yep, yep. So when I got to Wakefield, I ended up joining Kappa League. Mm-hmm. We had some conference something. And I it was like, like a banquet type. It was thing. a banquet. Yeah. Eddie Long <laughs> was like a speaker he was in this in joint. There. Yeah, right? Yeah. Pre scandal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, Eddie yeah. Long. The old Eddie Long. Old Eddie Long. <laughs> OG Eddie Long. And like, I think they said rise maybe for the Negro National Anthem or something. <laughs> and I see Quentin and Jordan going up. I'm like, yeah. Man, it was, it was his eyes on the sparrow. Man, and I, I don't know how or why we ended up singing that song. <laughs> I remember the event like it was yesterday. Really? But uh, I remember like rehearsing and all that with him, but why we saw his eyes on the sparrow, bro? I have no clue. <laughs> bro, the fact that y'all were up there singing with, what tripped me, I'm like. What's going on here? I know, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, all right. So 
that shades on. All right, this is a great start. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already like, oh, wow. It's some memories. We were talking earlier, and you were like, man, you got a good memory, because I said something. I don't know yeah. what. Yo, you, but I'm you like, be remembering stuff, and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That did happen. But, that, you, <laughs> but you know, I I don't feel like, I feel like there's so many little gaps in my memory. Mm-hmm. But then I talked to you, and you like, you don't remember so-and-so? I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah, I, I remember that. that. Yeah. So yeah. we we, we it, get to play off. You got to blame it on our old age now. Got to, man. You know. So Actually, I'm going to hit you with this. The other day, I realized. So, you, yeah, our birthdays are like what, yeah, three a days couple apart? couple days apart. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm the twelfth, right, and I'm the twenty first. Yep, yep. So, actually, a lot of stuff is starting to add up. <laughs> it all makes sense now. It all makes sense, man. That's the that's what we're doing. That's the name of the episode. It yeah. all makes sense. Yep. So, yo, we're thirty five, bruh. Wow, we're equal distance away from twenty. And fifty, two. We are as far away, right? At mm. least in numbers, at least in age, mm. right? Maybe not maturity and all those things, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. From twenty as we are from fifty, and twenty don't feel like it was that long ago, bro. Twenty was just yesterday. I mean, I'm at A and T, and I'm waking up to go club, and <laughs> you know, staying out till three, four in the morning, Dude. type type of thing. Man, 20 was yesterday, bro. 20 was, 20, 20 was no more than a week ago. Mm-hmm. 20 mm-hmm. was, yeah, at least a week ago. Now, right? equal distance to 50, so. 50. Shoo. Don't blink. Don't blink, bro. <laughs> Don't blink. Uh, hopefully, Lord willing, oh, we're going to be, we're going to do another, we're going to do a, mm-hmm. we're going to do a 50-year-old check-in. <laughs> there we I go. don't know what we're going to be doing. <laughs> right. Hopefully, we ain't carrying no IVs and dialysis. crazy, bro. <laughs> but, yo, that is... That hit me, man. We it, we're 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 getting up there, and at the same time, like I feel like we're just hitting our stride in many ways. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, now now in my life, I feel like you know they talk about coming into your prom, right? Mm-hmm. So now, you know, at least financially for me, it's like you know now I'm into a place where, you know, I'm money conscious mm-hmm. when I want to be, right. <laughs> but you know, uh, you know, it's times where you know I don't got to think about. Paying the mortgage, yeah, because it's gonna happen. You mm-hmm. know, it's coming, it's coming out. It's coming. Uh, the light bill gonna get paid, water bill, yeah, daycare, yeah, Whew. you know, and, and I ain't really thinking about it. Yeah. So, um, you know, all of, all of that's just you know an abundance of blessings that then stacked up on top of each other, really, yeah. for me to get here. But uh, but yeah, man, we in our prom. Yeah, it's definitely definitely that. So. I have a a, a a mentor of mine. I consider him a mentor and kind of big bro. Mm-hmm. And that's also part of Grab Your Why is the exploration of black men, the complexities yep. like of, of who we are, different identities, mm-hmm. our relationships with society, how we navigate the world, yep. but then also our relationships with other men. Because I think so many other like podcasts and, and, and not just podcasts, but I think um, media in general, social media, all of it, is super focused on heterosexual black men mm-hmm. and our relationships with women. Yep. And it's like, yo, but actually those aren't even necessarily primary, I don't think, in mm. shaping who we are mm. a lot of times. Mm. And I think there's still, our relationships with other men are still key drivers of our behavior and how we how we move and operate. Agreed. And so I'm kind of exploring all these different levels of like big bro, a close friend, childhood friends, right? Mm-hmm. And father figures, mentor, unk, 
all yeah. these different like men who play different unique roles in our lives. So mm-hmm. I, anyway, I say all that to say I was I was talking to, you know, a guy I consider like big bro and, and fairly new to this type of dynamic with him. We I've known him for a while. Um, but but he's been very helpful in like giving me just context and perspective. And um one of the things that he was saying was like, you know, because he's like probably I think he said he's 44. Hmm. And he was saying like around between like 33 and 35, that's when you're either like really being challenged and hmm. incubated to like hmm. the next thing. Yeah. Or you're um or you're or you're there. It's like this hmm. transition. Yeah. Yeah. Kind that of that stage. short period of time. Yeah. yeah. And it's all happening. And for me, that's what it feels like. I feel like I'm very much in like a incubation type of period and like all right what's gonna happen because i'm i'm kind of you know shifting out of where i thought kind of where i thought i was gonna go yeah. in terms of my education and academics and career and all that yep dr um, brian Garrett. right 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 <laughs> and it's like yeah but i'm sitting here I'm like i'm and my doctorate is not on black men identity psychology <laughs> right, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. a whole you know mm-hmm. completely different and so yeah it, we're, we're definitely at a interesting place in life but yeah anyway all that is like really context yeah yeah, for sure yeah that uh that definitely kind of helps bring things the light it's like you you go through these different phases in life and really to break out to that one when i think about when i was 33 Mm. now to where i'm at 35 a lot's happened in that short period of time yeah very very short period of time i ain't had kids when i was 32 dang that's wild you know so um, it just kind of shows you that, you know, that accelerator just yeah. hit 33. Yep. Yep. Things started, things started shifting for me at 33. Mm-hmm. I took off in many ways. And now I'm like, some some, some other stuff happened. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. we, right. we, we got to figure some stuff out. But <laughs> yeah, but yeah that, but it set me up so that now I'm here and like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. I'm in a transition facts. period, but. Facts, facts. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, um, but it's life, bro. I mean, it's like. You just never know what 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 the road gonna look like. It's gonna be straight. It's gonna be yeah. you know winding around mountains and curves and whatnot. But yeah. uh, you know all that matters really is the final destination. Hey. You know? Okay. So that so so let me ask you this. So yeah. I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna go back on the road. Okay. I'm gonna take Let's us go back. back. On the road. Yeah. So so we meet and we were trying to figure this out. Right. <laughs> we were trying to figure out what team we were on in middle school. I don't know if y'all remember teams. Man. Right, or them dropping purple yep. python and <laughs> blue dolphins. Blue dolphins. Then you have the and, dolphins. <laughs> yeah, bruh. It, I can't even remember. Like those are the only ones I can remember. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. But that's all I got. I thought we were all like the same team, maybe in like sixth or seventh grade or something. But we, um, I, part of what I've been thinking about is like, okay, you know, not just how did we become friends, but why were we friends? Mm. And my thought was, I'm going to get your thoughts on this. Mm. One of my thoughts was like, and this may be a little, maybe I'm going to pack too much in here. I'll try not to, but thinking about being a black boy, right? Growing up, hitting puberty, coming into your own Mm -hmm. and like all that comes with that. Like the, the, the looming, I don't know if you feel this way, but this is something I've been thinking about. Yeah. Like being a black boy coming up is always this like a little bit. You kind of got to be on your P's and Q's. Bro, you got to. 
Cause right? You, Cause you're either this innocent young black boy, or you're this thug. I mean, you gotta you gotta choose your path. How how you want to be? What's the perception? So you felt that way too? Oh, absolutely, dude. Absolutely. And and so you know when I think about that, it's like when I think about my friends from that period, mm -hmm. I feel like all my friends were like of a similar, like all very like unique. We're all mm -hmm. like our own, you know, yeah. had our own identities and were definitely individuals, but weren't like, definitely weren't on like a thug, <laughs> nah, right? Nah, definitely nah, weren't nah, on like a like, nah, oh yeah, yeah, we, we banging. Yeah, <laughs> we nah, claiming nah, and we banging. Ain't, ain't even there. <laughs> not, not even close, <laughs> right? No, sir. But yeah. also wasn't like, I felt like, I felt like I gravitated towards guys who were like, okay in their own skin to mm. the extent that you can be yeah, as, right, a, right. as a you know mm -hmm. black yeah. boy hitting puberty yeah. and you yeah. know what i mean just going through life just growing up as a, as a person yeah. but i felt like that and so i'm like okay but does did quentin have the same mm. experience feeling like yo you kind of gotta always be ready like yeah. you might catch a book to the back it, of the head yeah man and it's, it's literally something that we i feel like us now being 35 year old black men you know, that's something we've had to carry our entire life, right? Yeah. So it's like, how are we perceived? Do we care about how we perceived? Um, and if we do care, like, what steps do we take to make sure that people are perceiving us in the correct way? Mm. Um, so it's funny you mentioned, like, us meeting back in middle school. Um, you know, one thing I would say is that, you know, you talk about those, you talk about the thug group, right? And you talk about, like, the, the kids that were just bad as hell. Then you talk about the kids that were, you know, doing the right thing. And that, that also had this, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if you remember this, but we were both in a lot of like honors and AP type classes. Yeah. Yeah. So when, when we've kind of separated, well not separated ourselves, but when we're in this, we're categorized differently. Yep. Right. Yep. And it's not a whole lot of people in that group that look like us anyway. Yep. So, um, you know, I'm looking for my brothers here. Right. Mm. So, um, I, I would say that's, that's probably, you know, something that jump started. I mean, we in, we in just about every other class together, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, so, uh, you know, it's just it's just uh, interesting to see how that kind of evolved and you know who we gravitated to right. um, because of, because of that specific uh, deal there. Yeah, no, that's real. That I, I, that's definitely one of those like distinguishing fact or or how you end up kind of getting um, categorized and, and sifted in, in mm. a way. Mm. Um, but you know, what's interesting about that man. What and not even the take I was trying to like. <laughs> I was trying to have or, or, or the yeah. point I was trying to make here. But in some ways, like I embraced that. Like I definitely mm. had a, a a a sense that like, okay, B, you a little different. Yeah. All right, cool. Yep. Like yep. Yeah, yep. you look you're a little different. There's a couple times I cheated off the math homework. <laughs> oh, man. Hey Brian, you do your homework. <laughs> That's so bad. That's Funny enough, though, <laughs> bro, I didn't do that. I did that homework on the bus. <laughs> or, like, I got there early enough to just, yeah, like, get yeah. it down. Yeah. But I think, you know, I always felt like I was somewhere in between. Okay, mm -hmm. I'm build a, I'm cut a little different. Yep. And, like, yo, I don't want to be otherized. Mm. Right? Like, mm. I don't want to be so other that... um that either I start to lose sight of like no, mm. you still a you still a black boy you still the in America right yeah. in in the grand scheme of things yeah and within this the grand scheme of this school right yeah, like yeah, yeah. If, if you just 
look at the different layers and levels. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but I, I think the take the point I was going to make that I didn't want to make. <laughs> this is a whole other episode <laughs> was about the the idea of black excellence. Mm. That mm. I've always kind of rejected mm. because what it felt like was like, hey, you're an exceptional, you an exceptional nigga. Yeah, I rock with you. Yep. Yep. Mother cats, right? Yeah. yeah. DJ James, yeah. you whatever, so yeah. and so and so. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Hey, you you're not like them. And it's like, mm-hmm. ah, that's yeah. still my man's though. Yeah, yeah, I rocks with them heavy. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. But yeah. it just so happens like, yeah, I can do this thing too. Yep. And so yep. that was always like, I didn't wrestle with that too much, but mm-hmm. I always felt this sense of like. Y'all, y'all, who's, who's, is somebody trying to otherize me or otherize them and like. Push you off into a whole nother like category type thing. Yeah. It's like, nah, I I can have friends and people from all walks of life. Right. You know? Um, So yeah, that's an interesting point there. Um, When you think about like kids and growing up in schools, um, especially schools that are already diverse. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, So yeah, that's a, that's an interesting point, man. Uh, Yeah. It's one of those things, man. I, I I I definitely see that. Like, yeah, we were in, yeah, we had band together. We had band. <laughs> band is hilarious. Band is, isn't it though? For whatever bruh, reason, bruh. band is hilarious, bro. What's the dude name? Uh, Mr. Henson. Yo, why did I think about Mr. Henson? Yo, wherever you are, I don't know if you catch a wind of this or not. Oh man. Hey man, I'm sorry for giving you a hard time. <laughs> My bad. I should have just sat there, yo, quiet. No, this guy, yo, quit, yo. This is this is what guy. This man. guy will give you a hard time. Man, man, I was um, I was hell indiscriminately. Man. Like indis- it didn't matter. No. It was like if you. No. So he, I, this is interesting, right? <laughs> I want to go ahead. This is really can be the whole episode. Where we gonna be? So, <laughs> yo. You, I, one thing I'll say this: I admired about you when we were kids <laughs> was you didn't give a fuck, <laughs> bro. So bad, man. You, you so like, bad, you were so, um, and and not in like you know you got some people who were like they trying to push their agenda. You didn't really have an agenda. No, you were like, no. yo, if this don't make sense, no. I'm not rocking with it. I need to understand. I need to understand. <laughs> And it didn't matter, bro. It could be anybody. Yeah, and I'm gonna ask it a question be. about the question, bro. And it, <laughs> I just remember moments where like, man, man. the teachers just felt boy, defeated. Man. They were man. like, mm. you, you know what? And I'm just like, nah, he, he shut you down, man. It's it's, it's wild. I was, um, you know. I'm glad I've grown and matured. For sure. <laughs> I'll say that first and foremost. Yeah, man. Yeah. But man, I remember time. I remember one time specifically we were in like a home ec. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have a home ec together? I, I don't know. I don't know that me and you were in the oh, class okay. together. But um, I had home ec too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like one of those random electives. You know, easy supposed to be easy credit. Mm-hmm. But um, man, I remember we were. <laughs> it was cantaloupe day. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> Yeah. We were doing something with cantaloupes, man. We were, cantaloupe, man. <laughs> why did they have us cutting cantaloupes? I guess the teachers had to cut a cantaloupe and, right, and right. watermelon. Sure, sure. And I guess I was doing something provocative with the with the melon. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I remember the teacher, man. I can't. I wish I could remember her name. No, um, no. You know, but uh, I remember her calling my mom, 
And, <laughs> and I got home from school that day. Mm. My mom said, you know, your teacher called me. Mm. And I said, oh, did she? She said, yeah. She's like, what'd you do with the, with the melon? I said, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was, <laughs> oh, I might have been tripping a little bit. And she just shook her head and walked away, bro. Because yeah. at that point, man, right. I, I had been, yeah. I, I don't want to say I was a menace, but I, I had some wild times, man, some wild experiences. Um, so I want, we don't have to unpack the whole thing. <laughs> But like yeah. you did, you you weren't a menace, Mm-mm. right? And I, I you were you were smart. No, nope. you were respectful ninety nine percent of the time, right? But is that one percent? Is that one percent? <laughs> but also, here's the other part, though. Mm. Here's I I I wonder, were you really a menace? You know what I mean? Mm. Like, were were you truly a menace? Or were you a menace because of the context of like public schools and the expectations placed on children? And not to say like, you know, I'm not not yeah. to go totally rogue, like, yeah, oh, the system yeah. is jacked up. And I got right, my opinions right, about the system right. or whatever. But like, were you a curious black boy who was firm in in principle? I saw you as principled. Yeah. I saw you as very logical mm-hmm. as like, like you said, Make it make sense, yeah. right? Like yeah. when things made sense, yo, you were rocking. I'm good. When yeah. stuff didn't make sense, or if it was like, let's uh, talk about it. it was, let's talk. We have a conversation, it. and I think a lot of times the expectation is, there ain't no conversation. You don't push the, back. This is what you, you do, back. and you push back, and yeah. I was like, this nigga kind of yeah. different. But like, yeah. were you really? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, <clears throat> I mean, I, I definitely had my times. The the cantaloupe was <laughs> yeah, probably yeah, one yeah. of those times that you know I was probably doing you were a too much. I was a, I was being a child. They say being a child's place. I was being a child, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man. I, I mean, I I've noticed that about me for my entire life. Um, even even in my professional life today, they'll tell you if I'm in meetings, my coworkers, my peers will tell you, my managers, my leaders. Um, you know, if if some if we're drawing out anything, let's make sure we understand where we're at A, and where we're trying to get to at Z. Mm. If we got gaps in there. I'm gonna be asking questions, mm-hmm. um, and it's crazy, man, to, to kind of see it. And I, I keep talking about like full circle moments, but like that, talk about that, right? But then, like today in my professional life, is wild because now I'm being brought into rooms because they want somebody that's gonna challenge. That's wild, and then wow. kind of reverting back to like, all right, here I am, this black boy yeah. in Wake County Public Schools, mm. where I'm supposed to just sit here and you're supposed to tell me whatever, and I'm just supposed to sit here and be quiet and go home and do my little homework worksheet and come back to school and just keep pushing forward. It's crazy how like now, how that that shifted to, oh no, nah, we, need, we need him. We need more people like him, you know? So, yeah. and I hadn't thought about that until just now, man. So, so thank you for that, but um, yeah, it's just wild, man, how you know, personality and and when one group can be seen as a, a threat, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. then once you get amongst a, a different group of people or um, whatnot, then it's seen as like, all right, yeah, it's a benefit. Wow. We need this. Yep. More of this. And especially from a, a, a black educated man, um, you know, you don't see a lot of that. And uh, I don't know what's all on the, on the docket for today, yeah, but you know, I, I lived out in Iowa, man, one of the most profound moments of my entire life, I would say. So I lived out in Davenport, Iowa for three, three years, um, followed Maria out there, my wife. And it was, it was terrible. 
<laughs> it was it was terrible for for a lot of different reasons. Right. But uh, I would say the number one main reason was that uh, um, you know, when they saw a black educated person, they were absolutely, why are you here? They're mind blown, and not necessarily always in a positive way. It's like, why is this nigga here? Mm. Um, hard R. Hard R. Hard R. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, just to kind of look at that from, you know, being out there, having that experience, you know, there were times that Maria had even went to work. She went to lunch. She came back. There was a sticky note um, on her desk saying, oh, you Obama lover. Like, <laughs> where are we at right now? <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> but, um. But, you know, just to just to be in an environment where it's crazy to think that in America, you still have pockets of people that have so much hatred in their hearts because of the color of somebody's skin mm-hmm. or, you know, how they talk or how they dress. It's just, yeah. bro, we still here? Yeah. <laughs> Trump's very, America. Very much Trump's America, bro. America's America, shoot. Yeah, man. yeah, call this spade is, a spade. Man, this yeah. is the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, it's interesting about that. Like, I... I haven't had a lot of that experience. Mm. My the what what I've experienced in terms of like that professional racism or whatever, like that's been a lot more subtle, mm. and it's shown up more in um, the uh, social inclusion and exclusion. Okay, right? Like you know, I, like I've always been a. And not intentionally, but I and I, I hate to say it like this, <laughs> right? But I've always been like a palatable person, I mm-hmm. think, generally, right? Okay. I just feel like white folks, and I don't do what I do or move how I do for white folks. Yeah. But like white folks rock with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I, I think I'm seen generally. I don't want to necessarily <laughs> test the theory. They're like they generally seen as like non threatening. Like mm-hmm. okay, I'll, I'll invite this. You know, we'll invite this guy in. Yeah. You why? Know? Why is that? If you why what I really think it is, <laughs> what I what so yeah. what I really think that is, I think it's colorism. I think it's my skin tone. I think it's the fact that I got light colored eyes. Mm-hmm. I think it's um, I think it's just the way I carry myself. And, mm-hmm. and 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 also to be honest, like I think it's my general like disposition. Yeah, I think it's my general disposition. Your persona, who you right? are, it's, it's who yeah. I am. It's, yeah. it's it's my yeah. swagger. And also, I don't I don't code switch. Mm-hmm. Right, I don't turn. Mm-hmm. I I've heard I've heard black folks. We go we go on <laughs> some different places. Like I, there's a cat. I don't even want to get too deep into the story. Yeah, because yeah, I don't I don't want to give away any details. There's a cat, um, who is like uh he he works in in in, in finance mm-hmm. i'm being fairly vague here um and like do be on tv sometimes like on, on uh like cnbc or market watch whatever like you know yeah. sharing okay. stuff and uh but i like hung out with dude one night randomly randomly and um i mean when i tell you a whole Different human being. Yo, you're not who I'm watching on TV, bro. Bro. <laughs> Help bro. me understand who this is. Bro, 
how right. we got here. We'll talk offline. Yeah. Right. Right. We'll talk offline, man. That, but I like that level of like, I don't code switch. Mm-hmm. So the Brian, you see me with my boys, like granted, you know, I might not drop the, you know, nigga yeah. around you. Yeah. So, right. But yeah. I'm the same me. That, yeah. So anyway, that's why I think okay. that is. Yep. Um, but I think the like, I think still, and I would say this in my grad program, very similar of like, I, actually, I think I was, um, I wasn't necessarily seen as threatening or non-threatening, but there was something about me yeah. that like, it was like, oh yeah, he, he's cool to this extent, yeah. but but then, yeah, yeah I mean, he black. He bl- he's still he's still big. right like yeah, it, it was yeah. it was like that so yeah okay anyway I don't know. I got you have a guy here yeah yeah back to middle school let's go back to middle school no but I, I think I think we already hit it though and I think what you said is really profound and I think part of the lesson there in thinking about how you were in many ways um, criticized if you will mm-hmm. for your what we today would call curiosity. Or inquisitiveness or it, assertiveness or, you know, throw out a word. All Right. All of that. <laughs> all, all of that. the above. Yeah. Right. Then it was seen as something totally different. I think the lesson is we have to find ways to affirm black boys. Mm-hmm. Right. We have to find ways to affirm black boys in the ways that they are expressing the qualities that are valuable somewhere. And just because you're not valued in one space mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you're not somewhere else. Mm. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. everything, real. all that's that real. stuff, man, it makes total sense. It yeah. absolutely translates. But East Millbrook Magnet Middle School, EMMMMS, that would. Well, we were elitist too. <laughs> I go to the East e- Millbrook Magnet Middle, Middle School. School. All right. yeah, no, no, that's it. No, look, it set it set us up. Cause, cause, oh, I'm gonna make the connect. Matter of okay. fact, we're, we're about to jump okay. ahead in a second. Okay, okay. But I, that I want to make sure that is the lesson. I feel like that yeah, is yeah. profound mm. to make mm. sure that people, in general, kid, yeah. children or not, sometimes. You're, you might not be valued in a certain space for who you are and what you bring to the table. Bring to the table and how you show up. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's not you. Yeah. And you might be told you're the problem, but it might be where you are, right? Yeah. It might be the location, it might be the people around you. So, like, people need to know that. And then I think black children, and I think black boys and black girls, when you think about black children and suspension rates and all of that, <laughs> bruh. Wow. For for wow. for being the person who's gonna be the go to person in 10, yeah, 15 years yeah. at their company. Yeah. When they need a problem solved, yeah. when they need someone to come in and interrogate something and critique Psh. another company, a project, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like what? that's what they call them. That's what they call them. Wow. It's lessons, man. Wow. Lessons. So that I mean that that there's the value right mm-hmm. there. So I mean we can yeah. shut it down here. Everything yeah. now is icing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everything now is icing. Man, that's real. That's real. But you mentioned elitism. No. Here, here's the here's the other connection. Okay. Is you end up going to where did you end up going for college? To the North Carolina. 
There you go. There you go. The North Carolina Agricultural and Technical State University. Look, State University. You leave a state off, you get jumped. Man, you get jumped, you get bro. Molly Aggie Pride. Aggie yes. Pride. Um, and look, and here's the thing, bro. <laughs> I. That's funny. I got a thing with y'all Aggies, man. Yeah. Well, what is it, man? I Talk got a to thing me, with y'all, man. Talk to me, B. Look, look, look. And I'm like, I ain't even trying to get a chance. See, here's, 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 oh, I'm going to get myself in a whole oh, controversy. Okay. Here you go. I don't even, it's not even a controversy. <laughs> I, I love NT. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I love NT, man. I, I, I love the people. Mm-hmm. But. <laughs> but. And. No buts. Okay. It's an and. That's right. an and. Okay. And. This G-Ho stuff got to stop, bro. The greatest I, homecoming look, on earth, bro. It, it, it got to stop. Why? Why? Beautiful. Why? Beautiful Why, marketing. Incredible. Arguably the mm. best mm. recruitment tool, slogan, yeah. event. Like yeah. the best packaged Absolutely. recruitment tool yeah. for, for a college university probably ever. Oh, Aside yeah. from just sports. Yeah. You, once you get out of like... UNC has a great basketball team. You know what I mean? Yeah. What's it called? Whatever it is. And then just the name Harvard. Yeah. Once you get out of that. Yeah. Yeah. You got Jiho. Jiho got You got Jiho. You got G-Ho. Arguable whether or not it's actually the greatest oh, homecoming on earth. Wee. Oh, wee. Okay. Okay. I'm going to let you argue. And I'm going to Aggie home. I'm, I'm going to double Aggie <laughs> home. Like, I, it's like, three I, I Aggie go degrees get, in here. I got to right? go get uh, reinforcement from downstairs. <laughs> right, right. Let's, let's pause this episode. And be right. Like that. I'm all right. But, uh, <laughs> I need to try to catch these but, hands. But, man, come on. I mean, you've been. You, you, know, what, you know what the vibes are. I've been. It's fire. It's, it's vibes. It's, it's, a, it's a whole experience. And, and that's, that's the thing. It's not just about homecoming, man. It's, it's, it's living the Aggie experience. You know, what is an Aggie when they when they tell you, you know, we do when we talk about elitism, yeah, we talk we talk that shit. Yeah. yeah um yeah, yeah. but when you talk about Aggie, what is an Aggie? Um, you know, achieving great goals and everything dedicated to excellence. You know, um and, and outside of that, we're we're a family, right? So we all experienced it. We all lived it. Um I'm even talking about the ones who don't got their degrees. <laughs> no oh, shit. No shade. No shade. But, uh, but but yeah, man. But but it's a family. Once you once you there and you experience it, you live through it. And and you know, one thing that might be that might have your little angst is because you know we're leaders too, right? So yeah, so we coined we coined the term Jiho. Then you look up and you got some of these other HBCUs. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, I don't and not even just the HBCUs, because I think Chapel Hill was down oh, there yeah, saying they something crazy. Oh, yeah, they definitely drunkest homecoming on earth. I'm like, nah, come on. Fellas. You know, uh, come and then, on, you know our rivals down the street at uh, Central, you know, they, yeah. they had their own thing. and yeah. um, But, you know, we're leaders, man. So, I mean, that we started a trend, and you ready for the trend to be over with? Nah, not honestly. <laughs> look, now, look, look. Now, now I'm the guy. I want the trend to be over Look, I, I and I the, the fact is I can't even argue with it. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't even argue with, with what you just said. Yep. Trendsetter, absolutely. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it, the whole experience, how mm-hmm. you describe being an Aggie, I don't have the same connection. Yeah. So I don't know, you know. Yeah. yeah. Put yeah. it in what for fraternity land. I don't know your your, your process. <laughs> You know process. what I mean? I don't know your process. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Okay. But, That's fair. That's but, fair. But you know, but I, I of course I, I respect it, man. Yeah. Man. Definitely Jiho is definitely, yeah. you know, it's it's a great time. Yeah, it's man. But time. but you know, one thing too, I think it's important to to keep in mind when you when you talk about Jiho and you hear Aggie saying that, you hear Aggie saying Aggie Pride and things like that, man, isn't it such a beautiful experience to see so many black people 
being so proud of something that they will hold on a pedestal. I'm ready to argue with you right now talking about Gio, right? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we, we take it to heart, man. It's um it's in our blood. We say Aggie born, Aggie bred. When I die, I'll be Aggie dead. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's real, man. Uh, so it, it's just, it's, it's honestly, for me, it's a beautiful experience. And my kids don't got a choice. I ain't paying for nothing else. They, really? They going oh, you one of those? Yeah. yeah. I respect I, it. Um, I mean, I might not go to Carolina if they want to. But <laughs> but outside of that, you know, uh, you know, it's, it's you got to, you gotta, you gotta be there, man. You gotta live it to understand. That's real. So, that's um, real. I, I look, I and and I definitely, I definitely respect it. Mm-hmm. I definitely, um, I, I can't, man. I can't hate on black folks getting behind <laughs> something like that, bro. Like you know, that yeah. many black folks, yeah. man. Yeah. Like that, that yeah. it really, Jiho. I, I, you know what? I, I'm definitely not gonna be the one to do it. <laughs> there needs to be a Jiho documentary, though. Too. In terms of like. The, mm. the the inception of Jiho, yep. right? Like it needs yep. to give the his, the history of of A&T. Mm-hmm. It needs to break down like how the homecoming, right? And and that whole like what is homecoming? And then like what has been the impact of the branding of Jiho mm. itself? Because it's taken yeah. over. And now yeah. where we are in this moment. Where like everybody, and I'm I'm a little yeah. weary of it honestly. Yeah, yeah, folks are yeah. just kind of biting mm-hmm. at this point, um, you know, in terms yeah. of just wanting to jump on that bandwagon with HBCUs. Mm-hmm. Um, but like that impact, it is truly had a cultural impact, and and I will I will be the first to say that it has had a trickle down effect to other HBCUs yeah. in general. It is, yeah, it be, is, be proud of your set. Rep your set. Rep your set. Yeah. Here it yeah. Is. That's it. See, that's what we need to say. Jiho, rep your set. <laughs> now, if you put that in there, now we lie. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's what we doing. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's what that. we doing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But it, over here, you know, it's, it's yeah. Spellhouse. It's Spellhouse. Oh, yeah. Oh, it, it, yeah. And, and, and it's the same thing. Yeah. It, that's my experience, right? Yeah, that was man. like, yeah. that thing is, you, you can't really touch. Yeah. You, you can't mess with that. Yeah, no, Spellhouse is cool, man. Um. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna knock it. Oh. We gonna just, move. I'm on. just leave it there. We gonna move on. I know. Right? I like I can. I, I can already feel the shade. I can already feel the. I I'm already chilling, feel man. It. I'm it's chilling. Like, I'm nah, chilling. I, you know, I shout out, you. shout out to the uh, to the guys of Morehouse. There it and, is. There you know, uh, you know, Spellman. You know, CAU. The whole CAU. Man. You know, yeah. You know, yeah. Oh, man, oh, man. Shout out to G. Shout out. Look, I ain't take seconds first. Um. So, shameless plug. Right. Right. So. So look. So. We talked about like boyhood, right? Being mm-hmm. black boys, right? Kind of our, our relationship and how that kind of came about. Mm-hmm. You go to A&T. Actually, what made you what made you choose A&T? Because at that point, like after, so after like freshman year, I, we didn't talk a whole lot in high mm-hmm. school. Like yeah. I probably saw you a couple of times, a handful yep. of times. Yeah, man. So you ended up down at you know at Wakefield, right? And, uh, you know, I wrapped up at Millbrook. Um, so when I was applying to schools, it was, uh, it was like Western, Western, Western Carolina. Carolina? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Apply- <laughs> That's so random <laughs> to me. Hey, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Hold hey, on. No, hey, no. I'm, I'm coming back to that. I'm coming back Pop to that. Up. I'm coming back to it. I'm it very was, judgmental was to me right it, now, man. Was, hey, go hey, ahead, dude, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Um, so it was Western. It was, uh, University of Asheville, Carolina, Asheville. University of Asheville. Uh-huh. And then it was, uh, ECU. And then we had Carolina. Of course, um, of course. Yeah, we've been talking about things a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So um 
and I'm sorry, and of course, we can't forget the Aggies. But uh, you know what's crazy? How did I end up applying to those schools? So it goes back to here I am, this black boy, right? I'm first generation that has a bachelor's degree. Mm, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, so, um, you know, who was I really watching? You know, I got older cousins who, you know, got bachelor's, master's, and, you know, these different fields. And, you know, they were definitely people to look up to. But as far as what was going on in my household, it was always told to me. I always knew I was going to college, right? Mm -hmm. That wasn't a choice. But when it came to, like, making that actual decision of where I was going and why I was going to wherever I chose to go, was, uh, it was I'm talking to these guidance counselors yeah. at Millbrook. Yeah. And what do they look like? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... So it's crazy. So I remember like getting the acceptance letters, um, and then I got ANTs back last. Mm. And you know, at the time, it was so many people from like Millbrook, from Raleigh, that were either going to state or they were going to uh, they were going to ANT. Yeah, um, a lot of people that I rock with. It was like, man, you know what? I need the experience of my people. Mm. You know, so you know what East Millbrook looked like. We were, we were pretty mm -hmm. diverse. Mm -hmm. Millbrook, eh, pretty diverse-ish, mm -hmm. right? So I'm like, yo, what is it like to get the full black experience? Because yeah. I haven't had that. Yeah. I lived in a nice neighborhood in Raleigh, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, what did that look like? Uh, I'm like, I need, I need something. What, show me my people. Yeah. So a yeah. um, so was it, man. And, you know, one thing that I was very conscious of, though, was that what I did here over and over is like, you know, get through that freshman year. Um, and I think about freshman year going into sophomore year, how many people started yeah, that didn't come back after first semester, second yeah. semester, for sure. Um, you know, it's just it is definitely experience all on its own. But, um, you know, A&T was necessary for me as a black boy stepping into black manhood mm. um you know so i had i had teachers that cared about me pushing back yeah i had teachers that would you know give me office hours when i needed it <clears throat> excuse me um give me office hours when i needed it mm -hmm. and, and things like that you know now i was getting the attention that that i i've been kind of looking for at millbrook and yep. east millbrook yep. um and and not don't get me wrong i had some really great teachers at, at millbrook and east millbrook as well but uh, you know, now I'm amongst primarily black teachers that understand what the plight of the black man is in America. Mm -hmm. So they give a fuck. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so that, that's probably the best decision outside of marrying my wife uh, that, shout, I, that shout, I've ever made in my life. Maria. Shout um, out to Maria. <laughs> I just met yeah. Maria for the first time. Uh, man, These fools been man. together 15 years. Shit. Just celebrated man. nine years of marriage. Wow. Wow. And man. I'm just meeting Maria. So and she that's, hasn't killed me yet, bro. Yeah, that's, he said that earlier. Too. I can she, she's an angel for that. She is. She is. She off, is, man. Off the and it's crazy because we, we've almost, in a sense, like grown up together, too. Yeah. You know, she was there for me when I was, you know, working part time, but really full time because even though I was part time on the, on the roster, I'm jumping in the food line, working yeah. 35, 40 hours, and Ooh. then also being a full-time student at A&T, keeping my grades up and all that. Yeah. Um, so she saw that. She saw the struggle. She saw, uh, you know, a couple things I went through, like, personally. Um, and, you know, same for her, and we've been support systems for each other. 
And here we are, bro, 15 yeah. years later. It don't even feel like it. Yeah. That's why when we were talking about it, I was like, man, 15 years total together, nine years married. Yeah. Bro, 10 years next year. Bro. Sheesh. I, I, I told you earlier, I haven't done anything <laughs> except for live for, for that long. That's it. Nine or 10 years. I haven't been <laughs> at a, any one school for that long. Mm. I haven't been in a job for that long. Mm. Been alive. Mm. <laughs> that's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So, man, I, I mean, Really, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, and I and I I know you know. I mentioned to you earlier, like the first time you mentioned um, Maria. Sorry, just checking this. The first time um, you mentioned Maria was uh, uh, in Miami. In Miami, two thousand ten, yo, Sheesh. spring break, Miami, our senior Man. year. Yeah. We hadn't seen each other in, in years. Years, bro. Happened yeah. to like run into each other or something. It's it crazy. It was, it was the craziest thing. Bro. It was so Out random. Of all the people that were on spring break in Miami. All Because everybody was there. <laughs> everybody. Streets flooded. Beach flooded. Bro. Clubs f- flooded. Restaurants. And he go yeah. BG. Right. <laughs> right. Run into this guy. And we ended up kicking it like the whole time, man. Yeah. Didn't meet Maria. He was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm like, we talking. He's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, my girlfriend's down here. Yeah. Like, yeah, man, she's like my best friend. I was like, oh, that's, yeah. that's beautiful. Yeah. I was yeah. on a different, <laughs> like, I was oh. on a different type of time. <laughs> like, oh, okay. But, <laughs> right. I love yeah. that for you. I yeah. love that for you. Right. <laughs> right. right. It, but he's like, nah, I'm cool. Like, she's doing everything. I'm doing my thing. Be cool. Like, yeah. it's I was like, man, that sounds really Yeah, healthy. bro. It's, it's, it's wild because we were in Miami at the same time. But she flew down there with her friends, and I drove. Drove, <laughs> you said that, man. And it Boy, was that drive the was a killer. Longest van ride of my life. Take me now, man. If I ever got to go to Miami, and this is from Greensboro, from Greensboro to Miami, in a van. That's like twelve. With like ten 15. niggas in the car. <sighs> How many hours that is? I mean, that's a long and, time. And you're bro. coming off a of spring break. Imagine the drive back, bro. <laughs> so you everybody hungover, hungover, dehydrated. Yeah, I need, tired. Some, I need some water. <laughs> can we stop so I can get some water, bro? Pedialyte and man, uh, all of that. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, that was a rough time. That was yeah. a rough time. But uh, <laughs> but yeah. So I say all that to say yeah. So she was down there doing her thing, and uh, you know, me and the guys had went, and then ended up running into you. And um, like man, we just picked up like it was yeah. just yesterday. Yeah, you know. You know so but, I think that so that's where I, I kind of want to go to um, mm-hmm. because that's something I appreciate about you. I feel like you've I appreciate that you have like it's felt that you've been intentional about like mm. keeping up with me in the last few years. Yeah, you know. For sure. Reaching out, just like oh man, been yeah. a minute. Yeah, what's up? You good? You good? Straight. <laughs> We gonna connect? What you uh, trying to do? Yeah, yeah. we gotta do it, man. Yeah. We gotta get the girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and so mm-hmm. I, I appreciate that. Like we have that friendship where we can pick up, and it's not like, you know, I, I was talking to one of my homeboys, I, my, my boy Cherry, mm-hmm. um, DeAndre Cherry, I call him Cherry, and um, I was telling him like, yo, I don't have no loose ends with you, mm-hmm. right? And I don't really don't keep friendships where mm-hmm. it's like, oh, we got like a lingering beef, some yeah. old stuff that didn't get resolved yeah, nah, or whatever. Nah. And it's like, I don't have any of that. It's like, we can just pick up. Yeah. Cause there's no baggage. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Yo, we, we pure. Really like, is. what's up? Yeah, yeah, man, I'm checking yeah. in with you. You straight? Yeah. Cool. Let's and, kick it. And then, you know, life, life be lifing. Right. So, um, and if we don't talk for an extended period of time, it's, 
I know you good. I'm yeah. gonna reach out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and you do the same, man. But uh, but you know, I mean, life, life just got its twists and turns, bro. Yeah. So it be it be it be braiding it up. Life be. Senegalese out here with it. Right, right, right. right. Woo. Let me not get into black women's hair and stuff. (laughs) Folks be getting mad, man. You better be a hashtag. I know, right? (laughs) All right, man. We'll do some editing on this part. All right. (laughs) So, so we, so we reconnected in Miami. So, look, I'm gonna fast forward. Yep. I'm gonna ask you this. I'm gonna get to this last segment. In part because I think my battery on my laptop is probably <laughs> running out here. What happened? Yeah, was. Oh, we straight, we straight. Mm-hmm. So, um, so one of the so when we we reconnected, we reconnected in like 2018, 19, something like that here mm-hmm. in Atlanta for the first time in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we had both been here. Yeah, for a little bit. Yep. Um, yep. and so we met up at the gathering spot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Have a drink, maybe ate some food or chopped it up. And just like, yeah, caught up. Then, then we caught up again at Bar Vegan. Yeah. Right. I had, yeah. you know, I had, a, I had some stuff going on. There <laughs> was um, a lot. There was a lot, bro. A lot going on, it was man. A lot. But, but, you know, we, we talked about therapy. Mm. And so we both have, have, you know, been in therapy. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was, I, I feel like, yeah, when we were sharing, what I was hearing was like, oh, this dude has done some work. Mm, yeah. Like yeah. that w- that came through very clearly. So when you said it, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Like some real healing mm-hmm. had taken place. So I, I'm curious, like go as deep as you want to. Yeah. Um, but like when did you first consider Mm. therapy and then like what was the time between like you considered it and then you like pulled the trigger you actually did it like what Mm. yeah yeah so i would say the time period uh it was very short between the two okay okay so that's that's the easy answer sure um because what was happening at that time in my in my life was that now i have a house um i got a dog (laughs) obviously got my wife but then we had a kid coming. Yeah. And one thing for me is that I've, you know, I, I see how other people were parenting their kids. I'm like, you know, I'd never do that. Right. Um, but now here I am about to have my own. So what does that look like? What does the version of me look like that's about to raise this innocent child? Mm. Because she comes out with a blank, clean slate. Yeah. She's molded into how she feels about men, her mm. confidence. Um, all these things kind of are intertwined into how she's treated by her father and her mother. Yeah. Right. So, you know, Maria gets pregnant and I'm like, yo, you know, I had some things going on at work. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I've seen marriages work. I've seen marriages not work. I want mine to work. So I'm like, you know, what do I need to do to make sure that I am the best version of myself for not only me so that I can be around, but for the people that love and care about me, too? So um, I remember like looking online, Google.com. I saw uh, the website um, Black Black Men Therapy. Went in there, typed in my zip code, uh, scrolled through a couple profiles. And what's crazy about therapy is that people tell you it's like a, you know, it's like a, um, you know, you go to a bad doctor, you know, you find a new one. 
You go mm-hmm. to a bad dentist, you find you a new one. Yeah. Uh, you just you just gotta kind of play that game. But man, shout out to my therapist, uh, Jared Washington. Mm-hmm. But uh, but man, me and this guy on the very first time just clicked right away. He was so easy to talk to. Yeah. Um, he listened. He asked me very very valid questions, challenging questions. Um, we kind of got to like some of the root. We ripped off some band aids or mm. things that I had suppressed. Mm. Uh, for years and years and years and you know kind of healed from that yeah um so uh, all in a nutshell you know really getting getting into therapy and staying consistent with it doing the work now you know there's this whole new term conscious parenting right okay and (laughs) conscious parenting is okay i'm not going to whoop my child i'm going to talk to my child first um yes i am talking to this (laughs) two-year-old I'm like, hey, you can't do that. Hey, you can't do that. Hey, you can't do that. Right. <laughs> so I might have to say it a couple of times for it to stick. But, um, you know, understanding that that mind is developing. You know, because I could, I could easily take the approach to, oh, yeah, you did something I don't like. So since you had a tantrum, now I'm going to have a, a tantrum as mm-hmm. an adult. And I'm going to take my frustration out on you. And it could be with the belt. It could be with, you know, an extension cord or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get to choose that path or I get to choose the path that's really going to mold her and to be somebody who understands that her father loved her. Um, and he showed it in a different way. And not to say, and this isn't any slight to like my, our sure. parents or, sure. or anything like that, because I, I'm a firm believer that our parents did the best um, in raising us that they could, right, with what they had. So this is one thing, man, now I got two. And it's just really, you know, I, I need therapy, right? I need I need to understand. And now it's like, I got two, but then I still got to work. <laughs> I got to pay the bills. Um, and, you know, work can be a lot sometimes. Yeah. So, like, how do I mentally manage all of that? So being able to have that outlet now, because now it's, it's really more, we, we've got through a lot of the healing part. Now it's more like maintenance. So I need to talk about this shit. Yeah. I mean, yep. I'm this black man in corporate America, and <laughs> this is all I got going on. Yeah. So, you know, you know, getting different perspectives and, and not necessarily saying it always even has to be like my, my therapist, um, you know, Jared is dope, but, you know, having my homeboys that I can talk to, like you and I, you know, had conversations and, you know, there are a couple of other guys that, you know, I can, I can, you know, you talk to and they'll give it to me straight up mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. or even just be a, a ear to listen. Yeah. But that's, that's important um, in maturing, you know, here we are at this 35, almost the 50. <laughs> Right. <laughs> right. But, uh, you know, you know, what's the legacy that you want to leave behind? And that's something that's um, really, really heavy on my mind. And, and one thing that I, I think about um, in the day to day. So, Man. you know, so so my my parents, you know, just just kind of giving some background. So my my dad, who, you know, as my dad is really my stepdad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so he came into the picture. I was three years old. Uh, he raised me. That's all I've ever known. But, you know, here I am, this black boy growing up. Um, you know, it's always going to be the question in the back of my head. Well, what about, mm-hmm. what, oh, you know, this other guy who yeah. shall remain nameless? I ain't giving him that much credit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, um, even reached out to, to the dude a couple times and, you know, got turned down, turned away. Uh, you know, reached out to my sister, who who I have a, a, a good relationship with today. <clears throat> but, um, you know, really looking at how that impacted who I was, yeah. that whole experience of growing up with, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not his biological son. 
but he he treated me like he did, like yeah. I was. His family treated me like I was. And but but even even with that, there there are probably some things that happened consciously or unconsciously that maybe he initiated or maybe I pushed it. Maybe I was that inquisitive person that, you know, just got under some skin mm-hmm. here and there uh, to where, you know, we had to take a couple steps back and be disciplined in a different way. But um, at the end of the day, you know, I like to believe that, you know, he did the best that he could in raising a, a child who was not of his own bloodline. Um, you know, and, and my mom did the best she could, you know, to nurture me as her son. But, you know, having that father male figure is it's pivotal yeah um in, in a lot of in various stages of us growing up and yeah. inevitably becoming who we are today so <clears throat> just looking at that whole experience and you know what i went through what do i do to make sure that my kids don't have to experience what i went through and <clears throat> the easiest answer and you said you know how long did it take me to come to the realization that i needed to go to therapy it's like no nah, right away because I, from day one, when she comes out, I need to know like how to, or be able to process how how to love her, mm. um, in a way that she's going to accept. So mm. not to say that my parents didn't love me, but is that a way that I still, um, you know, have some thoughts and and feelings about today? Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, you know. Um, but what do I do to make sure that my daughter doesn't have those same thoughts about me? How do how do I want to be remembered? So. Um, that's how we got there. That's how we jumped into therapy. And that's why we still kicking it strong. Amen. It's a work in progress. Yeah. We, such, that's, that's beautiful, bro. Mm. I, 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 no follow-ups. Okay. <laughs> that, that's it. That's it. Any, anything I would have asked you, you, you broke it down, man. I, I appreciate you yeah. um, sharing that because I think I, my thought is so many of us need healing mm-hmm. so that we can also get to the maintenance and get to just yeah. taking care of everything we have going on. It's one thing to like go through life and just take it off of what it is and okay, mm-hmm. just rolling. Yep. Yeah, this yeah, got hard. Yeah. This happened, this thing. Right. But I think getting to a better version of ourselves or dare I say the best version of ourselves, whatever mm-hmm. that is or whatever that means, it looks like for different people you know therapy i think is one of those things that like is needed for a lot of folks it's necessary bro right necessary it's absolutely necessary um and it's it's so crazy how for like the longest time the stigma of anybody going to therapy number one and then especially they're not a black man go to therapy because then you're weak Right. Mm. You can't figure it out on yourself. So right. you got, on your own, you got to you got to get somebody else involved and talk to somebody. Are you crazy? Yeah. It's like all the stigma, um, you know, it, the, the stigma, the the way that we look at therapy, it, it's changing. It's evolving. Yeah, it um, is. we still got a, a ways to go. But um, imagine like still kind of being stuck in that place where you're just stuck in a room, you know, beating your fist up against your head because. Mm you're afraid or you don't have the courage or the willpower to go out and have conversations with somebody. Yeah. You know, um, it's, it's, it's surreal, man. Yeah. It really is. That's real, man. That's real. And that, and that work, that's one thing I think, um, it's work, man. That's been my experience. I, you know, I've, I've been in therapy for 
year and a half now, two mm-hmm. two years. I can I'm not sure. Okay, but at least probably a couple of years. And um, yeah, it, it's work though. It's constant work. It's yeah. sometimes it's like take some steps forward. You're like, okay, I didn't, mm-hmm. all right, take yeah. care. And then it's like, oh, <laughs> the show back up, hold up. Yeah, yeah. And it, yeah. that that you work is right. Yeah. Man, so you know, I I, I yeah, I, lo- I love what you said. I'm not even gonna try to. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm, I'm gonna let it. I'm gonna let it live, man. <laughs> do what it needs to do for the people. So yeah. look, we gonna wrap, man. I got a, I got a segment. Yeah, we at the end. Let's do it. Final segment. It's called not gonna hold you. Okay. All right. Not gonna hold you. So not gonna hold you. So it's a rapid fire question segment. Um, I'm doing at the end of every episode. Okay. I got 21 questions. Got to be 21 questions. 21 right? questions. Okay. Uh, 21, 21. <laughs> so um, 21, and it should try to give the audience a snapshot of your thoughts, inclinations, interests, values, all that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so hopefully at the end of it, we'll have a mosaic, right, of like of all the different answers that we got from different black men to kind of show the diversity Okay. Uh, of in thought, the diversity, and, and just who we are. Okay. So rapid fire. Give it, give it, give it to me, short and sweet. You know, best you can. Yep. If you need to think about it, take a second. If you need to sure. skip and come back to it, you can gotcha. do that too. All right. Gotcha. First, so early bird or night owl? Man, night owl. All right. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite way to unwind after a long day? Man. <laughs> Before kids, I would say <laughs> sit on a patio somewhere. Right. But today, I'll say, you know, coming home and being able to play with my kids. That's, that's it. Would you rather go on a road trip or a cruise? Road trip. Hmm. Favorite childhood memory? Two. Favorite childhood memory. Um, being a kid, 13 of my first cousins all stayed at my aunt's house in Virginia Beach. Pallets on the floor. Just had a good time. Good time. Yep. Favorite TV show? Ooh. Man, I, I got to say this. All time, Jamie Foxx has been like one of my idols. Oh, <laughs> Jamie Foxx show. Fire. Yeah. I don't Yo, care what y'all say. I feel like, <laughs> anyway, this is your time. This is, this is not I love that answer. Yes, prayers sir. up for Jamie Foxx. Pray, prayers for Jamie. We still a little, mm-hmm. whenever this comes out, I don't know. Hopefully he's at, at 100%. He's good money, yeah. Um, what's something you've always wanted to do but haven't had the courage to try? Scott Dog. <laughs> Would you rather have a pet dog or a pet cat? Oh, a dog for sure. You got a cat. Cats are banned. <laughs> Dang. Apologies to the cat community. Uh, my bad. Peter, don't come for me. <laughs> All right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, what's your favorite type of music? Uh, R and B. What's one thing you've learned about yourself this year? Ooh. Or the last year, we could even say. One thing I learned about me is that I can have patience <laughs> when it makes sense. Amen. Hey, hey, that sounds like growth, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be honest. <laughs> right. I, know, I appreciate it. The people appreciate it. What's something about you that people might be surprised to learn? Um, it's crazy because we started off this episode talking about me singing, so I, I don't do it as much. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but yeah, I can I can sing a uh-huh. little bit. 
Hey man, I might need to look. Uh, might need. We can talk. We gonna talk. <laughs> we gonna talk offline. We'll talk. We'll talk. We gonna talk offline. All right. Uh, if you could go back and give your younger self one piece of advice, what would it be? Don't worry about what they think. Yeah. What's something you've accomplished that you're really proud of? Uh, oh, man. So I want to say my career, but I got to say my family. Mm-hmm. So I want to say my career, and I'm, I'm going to make this real short, but my career is that background is um, I was a psychology major. Right, right. Um, so I've never done anything in psychology. Yeah. Towards my junior year, I knew I didn't want to do anything in psychology. Okay. Uh, so after graduating, I jumped into supply chain. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and since then, I've just like, you know, I'm, I'm reading books. I'm, you know, getting certifications. I'm, you know, doing what I need to do to stay ahead of the curve. Because here I am. I got peers that got bachelor's, master's, doctorates mm-hmm. <laughs> in these fields. Yeah. And here I am, right? So um, so I would say, you know, I'm, I'm proud of that. And then also, you know, my, my family, you know, coming home to, the, to what I've created, what I've built is, is rewarding for sure. Love it. Love it. What's the most spontaneous thing you've ever done? Ooh. Which segment of it? Right. Look, <laughs> it can be in any segment of your life. It can be. Ooh. Um, most spontaneous. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> this is this chuckle, man. I'm just gonna say had intercourse in an open okay. area. Right. That was <laughs> unexpected uh, to our un- non-existing partners. Uh, I want to quickly clear. This. <laughs> All right, uh, this was a current partner. This is. Oh wow. Ooh, uh, even, even better. Sorry. I gotta go down and say bye to your wife. Sure. Okay. <laughs> um, sorry, Maria. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Favorite soul food dish. Oh man, um, you know, so not real, a plate, not a plate, not a plate, a dish. Okay, just one dish, one dish. So, I I gotta say two. So I gotta say fried chicken because I <laughs> okay <laughs> because because we we don't do a lot of fried foods, but anytime yeah. I get fried chicken, it's special, bro. It's 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 That's like true. that. But um, outside of that, Maria's mac and cheese and my mama's mac and cheese, they be competing against one another. Like that? It's like that. Hey, it's like that. Like, mm, it's like well, that. I'm holler real on the way there. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's your favorite book? Ooh. Ooh. Favorite book would be <laughs> how how to be subtle while not giving up. Yep. All right. Uh, would you rather go bungee jumping or skydiving? No, uh, skydiving. Okay. Yep. What's your favorite quote? Oh, it's funny. So I was looking at my yearbook earlier. Which one? <laughs> middle school? Uh, no, nah, it wasn't oh, middle school. Sure. It was high school. Actually, you in there? Oh, um, for real? Yeah, I wow. pulled out. Uh, <clears throat> but it it was the quote in my senior picture. Uh, you know, we put quotes under our, our, our picture, whatnot. Uh, mine was um. Don't go where the path may lead. Instead, go where there's no path and leave a trail. Yeah. No. Would you rather have a green thumb or be a master chef? 
Mm. Ooh, that's tough. Ah, I like to eat. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Let's go to chef route. What's your unpopular opinion? Give me, give me, give me, give me a hot take. Your unpopular opinion. Mm. All people are good. This day and age, that's a hot take. Mm. That's a unpopular mm. opinion. I, I, I can, I can unpackage that so many different ways. That's episode that's, two. That's, 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 another, that's another episode. We're gonna, we gonna, we gonna do another one. We got mm-hmm. to. Uh, our last two questions. Would you rather travel back in time or to the future? Uh, back in time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What I know now, going back in time and doing a couple of different things, a couple of things differently, um, I think will set me up for even more success. Respect. What's the best advice you've ever received? Uh, best advice I've ever received is, um, everybody's opinion is just their opinion. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Especially when you start having kids, cause mm. everybody got an opinion about what you should do and when you should feed them, when, <laughs> when you should change them, when you should start letting them do tummy time. Bro, it's an opinion for everything. Everything. <laughs> Why that baby ain't got no coat on? Right. He don't got no t-shirt on? It's summer. <laughs> Come on, Because man. it's 99 degrees uh, Right. Outside. Have you been outside? We live in Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> Heard of humidity? Oh, my God. So, man. yo, this has been great, man. Yeah, yeah, good time, bro. Great. Mm-hmm. I, like, I feel like a kid again. Man. <laughs> I feel like I'm in middle school. I ain't got no worries. You know, I got to cut out of here and handle some stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. It feels, it feels good to be able to have this conversation as 35 year olds to reflect, to laugh, all of it, man. I appreciate you. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, this is, this is, this is great. This yeah, man. Appreciate you, man. Hey man. After all these years, 20 plus, you still the same. Yeah. You still the same B. Yeah. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate that. Um, yeah. yo, this is grab your wife episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> whatever episode it's gonna be this is my boy Quentin Boykin it's 20 plus years of friendship appreciate you man love you man love you too bro always peace yep see y'all next time peace